Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, yeah, Steve Rogers said, I saved the world, I'm going to get mine. Fuck y'all. In space, no one can hear you scream. There's nothing more real than video game rage. And we all can agree Leonardo was the best Ninja Turtle, right? Yeah, boy, my, my family, Bucky Barnes, son. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. My name is Senor Figueroa. As always, I'm here with my best amigos. What's up? It's Alex. Hey. Hey, everybody. It's the other Chris. The better Chris. Hey, thanks for stopping by, guys. This is Dave. Uh, What's up, everyone? This is Steve. So, uh, did you guys watch the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, boy, my my family. Bucky Barnes, son. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering Uh, where you were going with that. What did you guys think? I thought it was awesome, man. I actually watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier before I watched the Justice League. And the opening scene was fucking pimp, dude. Hooked me right away. I'm excited to see where they go with it. That ending ending scene was awesome. Yeah, what's up with, I mean, not to jump ahead too much, but the goofy-ass Captain America just made me go like, what the hell, man? He is getting trashed on so hard on social media. Yeah, I think he's just... uh an actor right like in the show he's just like propaganda like how they used captain america Uh, in the first place well i was gonna say i think they speculated that there might be super soldiers out there right where those guys do they were just kicking people across the town and the agent was like do you think and you hear falcon say don't say it so i'm like oh like they're super powered right so i'm wondering if the new captain america kind of maybe got his powers similar to these guys. Yeah. And it seemed like, I mean, they brought back Bartrock the Leaper as played by George St. Pierre, which was really cool to see. I like how they're bringing back a lot of people from, from the past that had obscure parts and fleshing them out. And then I guess I saw, I watched a YouTube video. I always have to do it just for more elaboration on like the backgrounds of the comics and stuff, just because I don't have that knowledge. I do like how they're giving uh, those two characters, Falcon and Bucky, like more depth. You know, you can just tell Bucky, I mean, he's lived a hard life. Like you said, for the last 90 years, just going from fight to fight. I think I heard somewhere, too, that both the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Bucky, they both took on the Captain America mantle or at least the shield at one point or another. So maybe it'll go to Bucky. Who knows? Well, maybe like you said, this show will be a, a, a duo. They're going to duet with the uh, Captain America shield. Oh, yeah. They're going to do it. Like they're just throwing it back and forth like Thor and Captain America did. Like they're playing a game of Ultimate Frisbee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The ultimatest. I was talking to my my cousin about the show, and he said to me, which something I never thought about, but he's like, it was kind of a dick move for Steve Rogers, for him to go back to the past and just leave Bucky by himself. <laughs> I'm like, that is kind of a dick move. The dude has nobody to turn to. Yeah, the other Avengers, but obviously it doesn't seem like they're best buds and just hanging out, you know, especially Bucky. Dude, have you seen Agent Carter? I think Bucky understood. Yeah, Steve Rogers said, I saved the world. I'm going to get mine. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I would have at least been like, hey, I'm going to take Buck with me just for in case I need some help. <laughs> and then when we got back to the 40s, I'm like, hey, dude, we're not going back. I'm assuming you don't want to go back either. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky's got a sweet spot for Wakanda in his heart, though. I think he wants to go back there. Plus, you go back in time with a metal arm, people are going to be like, uh, the hell's going on here, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he wears those cool gloves. Those Michael Jackson gloves. And if it breaks, who's going to fix it? Yeah, true. That is true. Arms... 
when you lost your arm back in the day, you just, you didn't have an arm anymore, right? You could yeah. just have a nub. People think you were like a witch or something. You guys doing this uh, Tolkien lightning round? Oh, we didn't even do the lightning round, huh? Oh, yeah. We talked about it. We talked big game. All right, so in honor of National Tolkien Reading Day, we're going to name off our favorite Lord of the Rings characters. I'll start off. Mine is Aragon. Uh, I'm going to go with the glue to the entire series, Samwise Gamgee. I'm going to go with the king. His uh, his return was pretty grand. Good one. I'm going to have to. I, I thought you were going to guess Boromir there, Steve, but I'm going to say uh, Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf. Um, <laughs> I'm very glad we all picked different ones. I pick uh, Legolas for sure, man. Like, they're all badass. Everyone we just named was badass. There's oh, yeah, no yeah. bad, well, we, no bad yeah. character. Steve and Fig, you guys were the same, but oh, really? <laughs> Steve didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, those movies were crazy, man. That's for sure. I'll never forget, though, in <laughs> high school. I don't know if I brought this up before either, but we had book reports. And the second movie had just came out, and Alex had the books, and he was reading them before the movies would come out. And it was The Two Towers, and he got up and he gave his whole book report on it. And it had to be like 10 to 15 minutes long or whatever. And at the very end, he goes, it was a great movie. <laughs> I mean, book. <laughs> and the whole class just died laughing. And the teacher was like, at, like looking at him, and Alex was like, I swear to God, I read the book. <laughs> It was embarrassing. Um, that was so classic. I did read the book, I swear. <laughs> you know, it was both a great movie and a book, so Alex, you should have got extra credit. I, I agree. After seeing the amazing practical effects of the, the the original Lord of the Rings ones, it was just too like, why would you Why would you go away from that? I just don't understand. Yeah, it's like buy us dinner before you fuck us, right? <laughs> it was like money. I mean, I guess the Lord of the Rings would have been dinner, dude. <laughs> And then they fucked us. Dinner was grand. <laughs> I feel like it's the same reason why George Lucas went away from practical, from the OG trilogy to the prequel trilogy, just because it was like, oh, I have all this new technology. Let me fuck around with it. And you think to yourself, man, I just wish they would have kept practical for both The Hobbit and for the prequel series. Yeah. I wonder if they get us like deep into it as well. And they've spent so much money that they're looking at it and they're just like, damn, I wish we would have done more practical effects. <laughs> I mean, the tricky thing is I was going to say to that is it's so confusing growing up watching movies and seeing the progression of CGI. Like we can think back years and see some amazing CGI. And then as time goes forward, movies change their mind. They're like, oh, we want to do a lot of CGI. And even with Star Wars and The Force Awakens, they said, oh, no, we want more animatronic, more natural stuff. You never know. Like you were talking about Justice League and saying how weird the CGI is. And I feel like the the movies that hit it the best these days are the ones that do go heavy on practical effects and mix that with CGI because there's like there's something you can't replicate with CGI with the practical stuff it just hits so hard like even things like Jurassic Park stand the test of time because the animatronics and the practical effects in it were so good whereas like there's a lot of things I saw when I was a kid that I thought like damn this is so dope and the graphics were so dope because your child imagination kind of fills in the gaps or when you go back now and you're like damn this is kind of rough to watch even though uh, I still enjoy it. And I always thought as a kid, even though it's fake, when the T-Rex busts through the Jeep, if you're an actor and a little kid, wouldn't you still be scared shitless of this animatronic T-Rex monster just mouth and their fangs just going at you? Wouldn't you be scared shitless? And imagine they're like, all right, we got to do this one more time. Like, oh, fuck, man, we got to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Because like as a kid and you go through something like a haunted house, like, yeah, I know this haunted house is fake. 
you scare the fucking shit out of you in there, man. Like people jumping out and touching you and all that stuff. So if you were on set, you know, the rain is going and the lights and the sounds and everything. And even as an adult, I think you'd maybe even get like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. Those people in those haunted houses should not be touching you. (laughs) (laughs) Think like these movie sets, though. It's like the ultimate immersion. Like it is like the ultimate haunted house. Like I know some scenes like they really do scare the the actors. I mean, it's a fair, uh, a rare few that they do. But those scenes where the actors had no idea something was going to happen and they just scared the shit out of them. So the reaction you see is is legit. They did that with uh, it, the new movie the new remakes uh they didn't show the actor they didn't show him in the clown makeup until they filmed the actual scene so the kids never saw him dude until whatever day they revealed them he like stayed in character and probably scared the shit out of them (laughs) so i thought of a new game two second tunes and basically i'm gonna play a song for two seconds so similar to steve point for the song title artist here we go two seconds buds starting now Smells like teen spirit, Nirvana. Nirvana. Damn. Okay. We'll give half a point each to Fig and Dave for the last one, but Dave got a point. Here we go. Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Genie in a Bottle. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Give one to Fig and half and half for Steven. Steven Fig for that. Nice. Um, I thought that was going to be a little hard for some reason. That one's so... I know you guys... (laughs) (laughs) It's a guilty pleasure, man. Not going to lie. Very memorable song. Of course. Here we go. Who said it? Oh, I think Fig and Chris said it. Maybe so. I wanted to make them easy because I didn't know. Last last one, and I'm out. Oh, boys, intergalactic, intergalactic, yeah, yeah, correct. I'll give uh, one point somebody, and it's one point split between the three of you for that one. That's it. Two second tune sounds like it was too easy, but uh, <laughs> no, dude, that was good. I like that. That was fun. Yeah. Participation <laughs> ribbons for everybody. Dig it on it. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, a one's got to go for you guys. It's the heroes of our youth. So it might be a little hard to let one go. If you had to get rid of one of the Ninja Turtles, who would you get rid of? Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, or Michelangelo? I think it's probably going to be unanimous uh, for Raphael, right? That he was just a grump. (laughs) (laughs) He was. It's like, you know, he wanted out of the damn group. (laughs) He was tired of fucking, what's his name, dude? He was acting like a a baby the whole time. Like, um, man, I hate Leo. I was like, (laughs) yeah, I would say Raphael too, for sure. Dude, I'm going to have to say, uh, I get rid of Mikey, man. What? What? Whoa. Whoa. Numchucks, man. I would love to party with funny Mike. guy and everything, but you know we're we're fighting crime out here, bro. That's who I was talking. Y'all get mad at the serious one. He's trying to take the take the foot off the streets. <laughs> if, I, if it was up to me, so me and my turtle brothers could roll around and get laid every once in a while, I'd get rid of that nerd Donatello. <laughs> mm. We all can agree Leonardo was the best Ninja Turtle, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And he's rocking a sword. I mean, come on. All right, I have a good one for a one has to go emo band edition. Taking back Sunday, My Chemical Romance. Or Blink-182. One has to go, and why? 
Uh, for me, it's definitely going to, I mean, they're an amazing band. I like them, but My Chemical Romance, because Taking Back Sunday and Blink-182 are like definitions of my youth, man. I, I associate them with some of the greatest memories that I've ever had. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think at one point it was kind of uncool to like My Chemical Romance. I'm going to say My Chemical Romance is the shit, man. I'm super biased. I didn't listen to a lot of Taking Back Sunday. How did you get through high school, man, without Taking Back Sunday? <laughs> Only because, um, yeah, I don't know. They thought I was a nerd. <laughs> Dude, I wonder because you were. I think I love Taking Back Sunday and Blink-182 just that much more than My Chemical Romance. So I'd say they have to go. I would have to go with the same. I do remember just listening on blast to uh, the Black Parade album for like the entire summer that one year. And uh, I feel like listening to the Black Parade, shout out to our friend Bobby. I feel like that always was in his car when we were hanging out. And it was the best, dude. Some of the best times ever. Shout out to you, Bobo. Uncle Bobby B, baby. Remember we went to the concert? We uh, just called in the radio. Bobby got his tickets off the radio. Uh, Fig and I got ours at like a radio giveaway at a bar and grill. Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys remember the band, The Outline? They opened up for them. Fuck yeah. I was kind of mad at first because I was like, what the fuck? It's a hidden show. I want to just see My Chemical Romance. But then they just, they tore that stage up. All right. So you guys ready for the next round of the movie game? Bring Let's it. do it. All right. So this one yeah, is not yeah. a quote game. This one is a movie tagline game. I'll give you the tagline. You guys can just guess the movie. Cool. All right. So one point per movie. First one is, in space, no one can hear you scream. Alien? Alien. Nice. Chris. I was going to say Alien vs. Predator for some reason. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Jason X. <laughs> we all good totally wrong. You can see who has good and bad taste in the group right now. <laughs> yeah. right. Next one's kind of a, uh, a play on that. So number two is in space, no one can hear you clean. Uh, Rocketman. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Galaxy Quest. Kind of in Oh, Star Trek. Spaceballs? Oh, The Martian. <laughs> Disney. Pixar. Wally. Wally. Oh. There you go. Wally I never would have got that. 30 hints to get that one. Damn. <laughs> 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 Number three is Love is in the Hair. Tangled? It's a good guess. Uh, think of uh, Adam's family. Think of something a little more. (laughs) Oh, Adam's family. Think of uh, is that hair job? Uh, Uh, Oh, 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 along came Polly. There's something about Mary. (laughs) Something about Mary. (laughs) Yeah, there's something about Mary. All right, next one, a little more difficult, maybe. This one is the true story of a real fake. Uh, catch me if you can. Ah, catch National can. treasure. Catch me if you can is it? Good job. Yes. Oh, oh, nice. Great film, man. Damn. All right, good. That was job. good. All right, the last great one movie. is his story will touch you even though he can't. Simon Birch. Bill Cosby's biography. <laughs> right, so Bubble Boy. Yes. Yeah, uh, you're kind of in like the right the right area. Wait, boy wait. who lived in the bubble. It's kind of the same. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, the John Travolta version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can't touch you because he would hurt you. Ooh. Hollow Man. Phenomenon? Nah, 
No. <laughs> Not John Travolta. Let's get away from John Travolta. <laughs> What's that one uh, kid, dude? Uh, look who's like, talking to. <laughs> I'll give you another hint. Uh, Avon calling. Greece. Oh, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, dang. That Seems so obvious now. Uh, I'm not sure who the winner is, but Fig, you got two? Uh, I want to say I got three. I th- oh, who's rounding up? Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm going to keep the crown this week, guys. All right. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll do that. So, uh, all right, Fig, it looks like you keep the crown this week. Way to teach your own horn. <laughs> all right fellas uh, another great episode of things we dig all right guys um i dug it thank you so much for hanging out with us till next week yeah enjoy the spring get out in the gardens and uh do some digging things we dig oh yes it's things we dig